Welcome to Fiscal One-on-One. This Iowa Legislative Services Agency audio program consists of interviews conducted by the Fiscal Services Division staff. Each brief conversational interview features an expert answering questions concerning a fiscal topic of interest within an Iowa State agency. The following interview was conducted on December 17, 2012. Jess Benson of the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency interviewed Jennifer Vermeer, Iowa Medicaid Director, about the basics of Medicaid including how the program is operated, who is eligible for the program, and what drives Medicaid expenditures. My name is Jess Benson with the Legislative Services Agency. Today we're talking with Jennifer Vermeer, Iowa's Medicaid Director, about some of the basics of the Medicaid program. Jennifer, a lot of people out there get confused with the difference between Medicare and Medicaid. What are the differences or what are the major differences between the two programs? Medicare is a federal program that covers persons over age 65. It's 100% federally administered. It's funded by premiums paid by beneficiaries and by federal funds. It covers all Americans irrespective of income. Medicaid is a state-federal partnership and covers low-income persons. Medicare and Medicaid were both established by the Social Security Act in 1965. Coverage in Medicaid is limited to only certain categories of low-income populations and those include children, disabled persons, elderly persons, pregnant women, and the only adults that we cover are parents with children. Medicaid is different from Medicare in that it is administered by states but under the oversight of the federal government. So one of the big differences between Medicare and Medicaid is in the population that it serves. Medicaid covers hundreds of thousands of low-income children in Iowa and a smaller percentage of disabled children and adults and elderly persons whereas Medicare covers only persons over age 65. And so the program is a partnership between the state and federal government. How does that work and how are the roles separated? The federal government sets the framework for the program. So the Social Security Act sets out all the major statutory provisions for the program. And then the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services are the federal agency that oversee both Medicare and the states in Medicaid. States are given some freedom to design their own programs. There are certain federal mandatory minimums that we must meet in terms of what populations we cover and what services we cover. But then beyond that, there are a series of optional services and optional populations that states can cover at their own discretion. There's also flexibility in determining the type, the scope, basically the amount of services that are covered and the duration of services, utilization standards, and so forth. States are responsible for setting the reimbursement rates for the program, but the federal government has a lot of oversight in how those rates are established. States must receive approval from the federal government, from CMS, for any changes to the state's Medicaid program. Also, states finance a percentage of the cost through matching funds. Iowa finances about 40% of every dollar. And then who administers the Medicaid program here in Iowa? In Iowa, Medicaid is administered by the Iowa Department of Human Services and specifically by the Iowa Medicaid Enterprise, which is a division of the Department of Human Services. IME consists of 10 different units. Most of the services are contracted out to private vendors who administer the program. We have fixed-price performance-based contracts with private vendors who perform administrative functions on behalf of the state. The IME processes over 23 million medical claims per year, and we contract with over 38,000 Iowa healthcare providers. We have an administrative overhead of about 4%, 
and the IME is very focused on managing the program cost-effectively. We produce over $500 million in savings and cost avoidance annually. One of the key things about how Medicaid is administered is that it operates just like any other commercial or other health insurance program. We don't directly provide services. We contract with health care providers in the community and pay those providers for services and benefits that are covered by the program. We enroll members and we pay health care claims. We manage utilization and so forth. How is Medicaid financed in Iowa? And common term we hear at the legislature is FMAP, and we explain what the FMAP is? As I mentioned earlier, Medicaid is financed by a combination of state and federal funds. The state and federal shares of funding are governed by a matching rate known as the formula that's known as the Federal Medicaid Assistance Percentage, or also sometimes referred to as FFP, which is Federal Financial Participation. So for every dollar that's expended in Medicaid, there's a percentage that the state's responsible for and a percentage that the state can draw from the federal government. The formula is based on a rolling per capita average of personal income, per capita income in each state. Iowa has been doing economically better compared to other states. Our per capita income figures have looked better than other states, and so this has meant that our match rate has gone down while those states that have done worse economically, their match rates have gone up. So Iowa's federal matching percentage has gone down in each of the last three or four years. And in this upcoming year, federal fiscal year 2014, it's actually projected to go down by 1.7%. So our current match rate is about 60-40, with the feds paying about 60% and the state paying about 40%. But the decline I mentioned has a significant cost because as the federal match goes down, the state has to make up a greater share of Medicaid costs in fiscal year 14, for example, that's estimated to cost the state general fund about $57 million. We're talking 1% of the whole program costs, which is $3.5 billion. Right. So. 1% of a very large number results in yes. a pretty significant fiscal impact to the state. Yes. How is the eligibility for Medicaid determined, and who is eligible in Iowa then? Eligibility is met based on both fitting into a certain category as well as income criteria. And as I mentioned, there are certain federal mandatory minimums that you have to reach, and then the state of Iowa has opted to go above that. The other really important thing about Medicaid is that it functions as an entitlement program. So states actually have the option of whether they want to participate in Medicaid or not. Every state in the country does participate, but when you decide to participate, you have to accept all the things that go along with that. And one of those is that once you set your eligibility criteria, everyone who's eligible must be enrolled. You can't just cap enrollment and say we're not enrolling any more people this year. So that's an important feature of Medicaid eligibility and it's important to state financing because as Medicaid eligibility grows and it becomes more and more difficult for the state to finance that, it isn't able to quickly just halt all new enrollments. But in terms of how eligibility works, as I mentioned, you have to fit into a category as well as meet certain income requirements. There are something like 40 different individual income categories. Medicaid eligibility is notoriously complex, and each of those categories may have different income and resource requirements. But in general, the categories of people that are eligible are children, pregnant women, parents with dependent children, persons age 65 and over, 
and persons that are blind or disabled. Over the past 10 years, Iowa has expanded eligibility for low-income children and also for adults through the Iowa CARE program. In order to be eligible for Medicaid, you have to provide proof of both citizenship and identification. So that's an important feature of ensuring that only people who are citizens of the United States and meet those criteria are eligible to be enrolled. And the other thing I should mention is that the Affordable Care Act does make very significant changes to how eligibility is counted and processed. All the processes for gaining eligibility, those changes take effect January 1, 2014, and the ACA also provides states with the option of expanding Medicaid to 138% of the federal poverty level for all adults. But in general, the income limits for children are higher than that for adults and disabled persons. What is the current enrollment and how does that break down by population in Medicaid? In the regular Medicaid program, we had 400,388 enrolled in November, so a little over 400,000 Iowans. Of that total, about 230,000 were children, almost 62,000 were adults, about 31,000 were aged, persons over age 65, and about 77,000 were disabled. In recent years, children have been the primary drivers of enrollment growth due to economic conditions. And the other key factor about Medicaid is that children, and this would be true in any state in the country, children are the majority of those enrolled. They're about 57% of enrollees, but they only cost about 19% of Medicaid expenditures. Children are very inexpensive to cover. The aged and disabled populations are only about 35% of enrollees, but they drive 70% of Medicaid expenditures. So you have a dichotomy between the relatively small number of individuals driving a large share of cost in the Medicaid program. So for Medicaid expenditures, they're projected to be roughly $3.5 billion in fiscal year 13 of that $2 billion federal, $1 billion and a half state. What are the major drivers of those costs? Well, Medicaid has the same drivers as the rest of the healthcare system, so all of the things that drive cost in the rest of the healthcare system also drive cost in Medicaid. So some of the key areas of Medicaid growth are hospital expenditures, physician increases in prescription drug costs, all of those same things. Persons with chronic disease and disabilities drive a significant share of costs in the Medicaid program, just like they do in other health plans. One of the big differences between Medicaid and a commercial plan is that Medicaid covers a significant amount of long-term care costs. Those would be costs for persons living in nursing homes and home and community-based supports for elderly and disabled persons and long-term care costs have been growing substantially in the Medicaid program. One of the other key things that's driven state cost, Iowa's state costs for the Medicaid program have been reductions in the federal match. So if you were to look at over the last couple of years what has really been driving the increases in the amount the state has to spend on Medicaid, a significant share of that has been driven by that reduction in the federal match rate the state has had to put in more and more money to make up for the fact that that federal match rate has gone down. Also, more people. Medicaid has managed to keep the cost growth actually in the program very modest. We've only grown by between 1 and 2% on a per person basis compared to increases of 15% or more in the commercial health care premiums. Medicaid enrollment growth due to economic and other conditions has really driven cost in the Medicaid program because as I mentioned, we're not able to stop enrollment. So as the economy has been very challenging the last couple of years, Medicaid enrollment has grown substantially and, and that's been a key driver of cost growth. So I think some of the kind of two key areas there I would say would be changes in our revenue structure, how much we're able to draw from the federal government and growth in the number of individuals enrolled in the program. Okay.
Medicaid has a strong emphasis on reducing Medicaid growth and improving care. And I'd just like to mention a couple of our key strategies. We've been working to implement health homes and accountable care organizations, which are payment reforms focused on providing coordinated care and incentives for providers to manage care for patients. So this is really targeted at our populations with chronic disease, mental illness, things like that, improving care coordination and decreasing the fragmentation that drives costs for those populations. And also rebalancing long-term care. Over half of Medicaid expenditures are for long-term care services and supports. So the emphasis has been on encouraging the use of home and community-based services, which are much less expensive than facility-based services such as nursing facility or intermediate care facilities for the intellectually disabled. And then lastly, program integrity. There's been a lot of media coverage and conversation over the last couple of years about fraud, waste, and abuse and errors in the healthcare system. And Iowa Medicaid has had a very strong emphasis on improving program integrity in the program using sophisticated tools and strategies to identify that and reduce it. And is seeing a lot of success with those strategies. Well, Jennifer, thank you very much for joining us today. We appreciate your insight. And thanks for you. Thank you.